I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself, or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. Accepted the, the podcast. podcast, and I'm not Theo, and I'm not Juliet, and we're in perfect synchroniz- oh, s- synchronization oh, we today. Were. Well, <laughs> I can't talk, but we're still in sync. <laughs> and um, I've got no bacon this week. I've got absolutely nothing going on. I've got I didn't get to go to the gym because I had work meetings um, during the time that my classes are scheduled. I didn't go anywhere interesting or see any movies or do anything fun so i've got nothing to report but how about you what's shaking bacon oh wow so much okay get ready and fasten Hmm. your seatbelt. okay i'm ready so um i invited my sister to come up and hang out um on saturday and spend saturday night and we'll have fun and we'll go to the asian grocery store and we'll look at the packaging right of the Uh products and I don't know. We'll go have dinner somewhere weird and interesting, and it won't be fun. Great. And um, so we met at the outlet, which is midway between our homes, and it was like, and then we'll start off our day shopping at the outlet, and how fun will that be? Super fun. And so we had fun, and then uh, my sister got into her car, and it would not start because the battery died in the parking lot. Yeah, it was fine. Oh, guess how hot it was yesterday. It was so hot. I don't know. So, so hot. Yeah. So, oh 103. Um, oh, jeez. Yep. And so, all right. Well, no problem because I have AAA. This is not a commercial for AAA, as you will soon see why. <laughs> and they had a guy out there like in 10 minutes because whatever. Wow. He's in the neighborhood. Right. I mean, and I love AAA, right? Um, mm-hmm. Me too. They're, they are great. And sometimes you have to wait an hour or longer for a tow truck. Sure. Everything just depends. Okay. But whatever. This day, there was somebody there in 10 minutes. And my sister was being my sister and was mm-hmm. like, all the problems in all of the world about all the batteries, about all the things and all the mm-hmm. challenges and all the towing and all of the warranty and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, don't worry about it. AAA will come out and they'll have a battery and you just pay for the battery and they install it. She was like, Oh my mm-hmm. God, that's great. I didn't know they did. Yeah. They totally do that. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless yeah. you have a Nissan rogue, which is the car oh, that my no. sister has. Cause the guy hooked up his little reed machine to the battery. He was a super nice guy. And he was there on time and called and was like, Hey, I'm one minute away. You're perfectly on time. This is awesome. Yeah. We don't carry this kind of battery because AAA doesn't support this type of battery. Oh, no. Something about the battery and how AAA doesn't allow you to. And I just said to the guy, look, I realize this isn't your fault, but I have to ask you, this is a Nissan. It's not a hybrid. Yeah. This should not be a thing. Yeah. It is not a tricky, fancy car. Right. What the battery isn't. So, yeah, so whatever he weird. left, I called AAA and I was like, can you explain this battery thing that you don't support? Like, uh-huh. hi, I'm looking at 10 Nissan Rogues right now in the parking lot uh-huh. of 100 cars. And 
oh, no, that's not, we don't know. So whatever, something got confused. They So AAA called the the stupid, um, sorry, they're not stupid. I, <laughs> I use that word as a filler because I cannot think of the word tow truck. They called the tow truck company and, oh, no, we've got that battery. We don't know what happened. Uh, so they're going to send the same guy out. And then oh. I get a call an hour later from AAA that for whatever reason now it's it's complicated, right? And uh-huh. I just, but at that stage, my sister um, had contacted her warranty people and blah. And Nissan was like, "Oh, we'll send a tow truck out. There's a dealership a mile away." We're gonna we're gonna fast forward through a bunch of BS where AAA was just like, "It's hard," and I was like, "We can cancel it. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. It's fine." Mm-hmm. And uh, and we. My sister's having her moment about her. I'm the same way. My car doesn't run. It's the most important thing in the world. I do Mm -hmm. get it. It's annoying to me when other people feel like their car is the most important thing in the world. Mm -hmm. My car is. Yours is not. It's just a dead Mm -hmm. battery. It'll be fine. So so I decided, let's go to the dealership while we wait for this tow truck company to show up. And you can just Mm -hmm. talk to the people there in the service department and get all of your hypothetical questions answered. What happens if your battery is out of stock? What happens if it let? They'll let you know. So we did that. Super nice guy was there, and he was like, "Oh, we don't have to wait for a tow truck. I'll just drive me to the outlet. Oh, that's nice. And I'll jumpstart the battery with my special jumpstart kit, and then you just yeah. drive it here, and yeah. we'll get it fixed. No problem. So great. So that's what happened. And cool." Drop the car off, and they're like, okay, it's going to be about two hours. Okay, fine. We jump in my car. We're driving around, um, having fun, doing a bunch of nothing. We went to Panda Express, and this is very Uh important. Uh Uh-huh. We went to the drive-thru at Panda Express. Okay. And I was at the little box where you order. I don't know what you call that damn thing. Uh, The speaker. The speaker. Yes, thank you. That is exactly what you call that damn thing. At the speaker, we placed to order two panda bowls, right? Mm. None, none of it hard. But they were moving very slowly, and I had been sitting at that box for five minutes. I had put my car into park, right? Uh-huh. And we're sitting there. We place our order. There's this complicated situation. They don't have enough steamed vegetables. We're going to have to wait uh-huh. if we want steamed vegetables. No, they can do half noodle, half steamed vegetables. I can have the last of the steamed vegetables. Okay, terrific. Thank you so much. I could tell that... The the server was like fried. She was at the yeah. end of her day. She was done. It was the whole thing. Everybody uh-huh. was in a bad mood. It was super hot. The line, as I mentioned, was moving very slowly. The restaurant apparently having all kinds of challenges with food and delays, etc. We'd been in line for 10 minutes. Um, I hear a noise and it sounds like uh, it sounds like a piece of metal being bent and i was like what almost like your hubcap rubbing against the curb of the sidewalk right it was that and i was like i'm in park how could my tires be scraping so i got out of my car to look and as i was getting out of my car i was like okay the car behind me just backed up like uh, you know a half an inch or whatever so clearly that car touched my bumper and I said out loud, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and um, the driver rolled down her window and said, um, you can pull forward and we'll talk about it. Oh my and God. I was like, okay. Right. 
and there was a little tiny dent in my bumper uh-huh. that uh, like my car didn't even move uh-huh. right but there was still uh-huh. this little tiny dent and yeah. the paint's chipped and it's a dent it's about an inch and whatever great she was really sweet she was very shaken and you know and i was like um hey it's okay don't worry about it yeah it's an accident these things happen and it's probably nothing and i'll bet you they'll even be able to buff it out and maybe i'll even be able to find somebody who can buff it out and she was like oh do you have a guy and i was like no but you know i can take it to the dealership or whatever i can just talk uh-huh. to them and uh-huh. great um, so then we went back to where my sister's car was being worked at, which was the dealership. And the very helpful guy, my sister's very chatty. Surprise, mm-hmm. it runs in the family. Mm-hmm. And, um, hey, I'll help you. I'll come out, look at your car. Let's see what's up. And he said, oh, yeah, it's very small. But you see these two little things right here in your bumper? Those are your sensors. And so because your bumper's got a dent in it, your sensors might be just slightly jigged off oh, skew. Yeah. And so you're going to have to take it in. It's not something uh, you should risk. Just touch up paint. And I was like, around, yeah. all right. So um, that was that. And my sister's dead battery. By the time it was all said and done, she also had her brakes done and the car washed. And she had some oh, thing nice. flushed. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Right. Um, and then I've got my car with a slightly very small dent in the bumper and super fun real excited about that i have an appointment on thursday to get it fixed and um i am never leaving the house words wow. of advice to everyone did you get the everyone. woman's name that ran into you in case you need to bill her for the oh yep bumper? yep um i did and we exchanged um insurance info and our driver's oh, license and she was very sweet and I didn't need to call it in immediately, except, and this is important, mm-hmm. I have been rear-ended 11 times in Austin. Oh, my God. Really? Yes. Yes. Well, more than nine, not more than 11. Is it 10? I'm kind of losing counts. Uh-huh. Right? That's a lot. It's a fucking lot. And it is always when I am at a complete stop at a red light. Or a stop uh-huh. sign. It's not because I suddenly slam on my brakes because I don't know how to drive. It is. Right. It always starts with, I'm stopped, and I have been stopped for more than 10 seconds. Uh-huh. Right? And then whatever. And someone just comes up and Absolutely. You. Right? So the last guy that did it, uh, it was raining, and he was sorry. He skidded. Oh, my gosh. Took a photo of his insurance. I was like, it's fine. It's raining. Sure, there's yeah. a dent in my car. Whatever. It's not the biggest dent in the world. Uh, we'll get, it'll get fixed. Oh, his insurance expired. He was driving his sister's car. It was her insurance. And I oh had, didn't gosh. bother to check the the date. Otherwise, I would. Yeah. So, um, so lesson learned. I looked at her insurance. Right. And it expires today so this happened oh yesterday gosh. and her insurance expired today and i was like i'm wow. filing that fucking claim right yes um 10 minutes of my bacon <laughs> yeah 10 minutes well, there's of- been a lot going on you had quite a busy day yesterday well and that's why as i said i'm never leaving the house again come hell or high water speaking sure of so- today Oh, Speaking of someone who's water, never going to um, leave the house again. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Colleen Ballinger. Um, 
I don't know if you all have heard of her. She's 36 years old now, um, and she has been for a while now, uh, 10 years or more, a well-known YouTuber. Um, and she makes videos as a character called Miranda Sings. And her Miranda Sings channel had 10 million subscribers at the height of its popularity in 2016. And uh, not only was uh, Colleen Ballinger on YouTube as Miranda Sings, but she also appeared on a Nickelodeon show, uh, played Miranda Sings on a two-season Netflix series, and wrote at least one best-selling book, possibly two. So why are we talking about her today? She has been accused of abusing her power to inappropriately message underage followers. According to one report, she built her reputation by being personally available, or over-available, to interact with fans and took advantage of them for content. Through the comments section of her videos, fans had access to and impact on the direction of future content, and several fans developed personal relationships with her. Um, she, uh, uh, not as Miranda Sings, but as herself, she cultivated this reputation of positivity. Um, and at the time that we're talking about, uh, around the time that we're talking about, she was about 29, and most of her fans were under 18. So she had a Twitter group, ch Twitter group chat called Colleenies Weenies, which, come on. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's stupid, um, inappropriate, um, yeah. but I can see the humor in it from the so character dumb. from Miranda Sings. I, I get why it might veer off in that direction, Colleenies Weenies. Did All you right. watch any of the Miranda Sings videos? I used to love Miranda. I didn't follow her. Oh, you did? But I used to love Miranda Sings. Um, I never have seen any of them. I did not watch any of them for this podcast. So ah. How would you describe them? Um, so the first one I ever saw was one that just went viral, and that's how I saw mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, however, whatever, I don't know, Facebook, etc. And I wasn't sure if it was a joke or not, but <laughs> it did feel like this has to be a joke. Uh -huh. This has to be a joke. It can no Nobody could be this, right? Uh-huh. Um, and so, you know, very um, Pee Wee Herman-esque. That's not something that uh -huh. I have come up with. That is something that I've read. And it's like, wow, genius. Oh, by the way, sorry, Pee Wee Herman, R.A.P. Um, yeah. And so uh, cartoonish, um, exaggerated. Um, once you're sure that Pee Wee was way more cartoonish. But yeah. Once you're sure it's a joke, it's obviously a joke, right? Okay. Or it's obviously a character. But those first 10 seconds of doubt, it's mm. real. If you're me, it's real uncomfortable because it's just like, oh, my God, the, her parents need to take this camera away from this poor girl. <laughs> like, this is going to follow her for the rest of her life. And it was oh, very uh, Chris Crocker. Remember the Leave Britney Alone guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it... My first uh, first introduction to her, I was like, oh, my God, this poor girl. Just like mm -hmm. with Chris Crocker, I was like, oh, this poor guy. Oh, Jesus. Funny. Anyway, uh, yeah, cartoonish, um, hyper-realistic, uh, hyper etc. Um, all right. So she had a group chat in Twitter called Colleenies Weenies, as we mentioned, and she would send uh, inappropriate, apparently inappropriate and sexually suggested messages to her fans. Uh uh, and uh, she would ask questions like, are you a virgin and what's your fave position? And in response to a message from one fan, Adam McIntyre, that read, my ass looks so good today, she responded, pics, Adam. So obviously inappropriate. 
Um, she hasn't been accused of anything illegal, but a number of fans claim to have been harmed by, by her. Um, in 2020, when uh, Adam McIntyre, who had the great ass, got word that Ballinger had been dissing him in public, he released a 25-minute video alleging that his friendship with Ballinger was exploitative or, at a minimum, creepy. She had sent him a lingerie set in 2016, for example, when he was 13. And there's several different sides to that story, and I don't know whether it was lingerie or she says it was ugly underwear. Um, but in any event, it doesn't seem like something a 29-year-old should be doing with a 13 year old. Um, but at the time in 2020, her fans rallied around her and, uh, actually threatened name called and doxed Adam McIntyre for the next three years. But then in June of this year, another former fan of Miranda Sings confirmed the existence of Colleen's weenies and more fans have shared their experience of being embarrassed and intimidated by Ballinger and members of her team. In at least one case, a relationship developed into the chat, a relationship that developed in the chat room turned into a job on Ballinger's tour. A guy named Johnny Silvestri became an assistant on the tour and later accused Ballinger's best friend of screaming at him and verbally belittling him. He says that Colleen Ballinger saw this activity and didn't do anything about it. Uh, Joshua Evans, who's Ballinger's former husband, acknowledged uh, Johnny Silvestri's claims and posted a public apology to his Twitter saying that he had acted inappropriately. Uh, he said in apologizing that my hope is that I can help remove some of the burden by acknowledging your experience and taking accountability. He also apologized for dragging other underage fans into what he called an abusive fan creator dynamic with him. I honestly didn't understand the damage it would cause, he tweeted on June 15th. I got messy and sought validation through innocent people, children. That's gross and I feel absolutely terrible for it. I'm surprised that people still use Twitter. Or X. Or whatever it's called these days. I, it's, it's dying a slow death. Yeah. Are you still on there? I am on there, yes. But I will say each week it yeah. becomes less of what it was. Right. Um, yeah. And However, all of the people that I follow are still on Twitter, still posting. It's just so they, that's why people stay there. Exactly. Yeah. It's just they're taking the same post and they're putting it on threads and mm. Instagram. I mean, so the, the social media um, world has grown more diffuse before it was mm-hmm. like Twitter was the primary. That's that's where you were. Uh, and now it's kind of like it's a free for all for right now. I see. OK, cool. Um, yeah, I was just curious about that. Uh, so uh, the Netflix show that I mentioned earlier that Colleen Ballinger uh, had um, had a, a PA who described a toxic work environment there um, and said that Ballinger reportedly lacked boundaries and said the N-word. Uh, and apparently the context in which she said the N-word was something along the lines of, I would never be so stupid as to say blank. That word, right. Yeah. And then use the word with a hard R. Right. Yeah. What an idiot. Um and another old video of Ballinger has been spotlighted in which she appears to be in blackface. And she's also been accused of leaking OnlyFans photos of Trisha Paytas, who's another YouTuber, without Paytas' consent. So, And that situation's weird. Um, unfortunately weird. I don't know very much about it, except that, that Trisha Paytas has, has uh, uh, OnlyFans and that Colleen linked, uh, leaked pictures from her OnlyFans and didn't get permission and i know that they were friends and uh, you know supposedly they they collaborated on a bunch of stuff together um so it seems weird that colleen ballinger would do that to her um and it's 
uh, Trisha Paytas was also surprised that she would do that to her. Yeah, I and so this is where it just kind of gets into um, the weird territory, mm-hmm. um, in that um, Trisha's friends with um, Colleen and has been to her home and has met her infant, right? Mm. Um, and they were working together on a podcast and released three episodes. Oh, I see. And so they had a professional and personal relationship, but apparently at some point, um, nude photos were somehow in a in a text thread. And it mm-hmm. becomes a question of, did Colleen send them or did a fan send them to Colleen and did Colleen oh. comment on them? And it's kind of like, it doesn't matter right? because we are talking about people who are either underage or yeah. too young to be engaged in that. Even if you're 18, sorry, I don't care if you are of legal age, that is too young to be having any kind of sexy, dirty, naughty, naked photo, anything. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I would think that that would be illegal, too, to be sharing naked pictures with underage people. So um, when everyone says there's nothing illegal with what Colleen Ballinger has done, I kind of wonder where this this falls in. And, and some people have called her behavior and the behavior of her friends and her team grooming because it did involve sexually inappropriate messages. But um, most... From most of what I read, there were no accusations that she actually shared nude pictures with underage people. So, because I think that would be more than grooming, that would be outright. Would that be abuse? I'm underage. I think so. I it skates close enough to it that no, thank you. Don't want to be that close to it. So right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to research it. That's how uncomfortable <laughs> it makes me. <laughs> Let me do some Google searches here for <laughs> naked underage. Yep. Yeah, let's not. Um, So this brings us to the apology or not apology. Uh, As a result of the accusations against her, Ballinger created and played an original 10-minute long song on her ukulele, bringing even more attention to herself and the accusations against her. The YouTube apology has been very popular, so even though more people are aware of her questionable behavior, she may be continuing to make money off of her questionable behavior. But she has lost at least two sponsorships as a result of this. So let's talk about the apology. Um, Initially in 2020, she posted a video called Addressing Everything in which she discussed inappropriate comments she had made in past videos about uh, things like race, overweight people, animal abuse, and other controversial topics. Uh, She must have felt that the subject was closed, but when some of the inappropriate comments resurfaced this June, she responded with a 10-minute ukulele video in which she demonstrated what I would call a defensive, self-absorbed attitude, and the use of the ukulele seems belittling of the subject as well, um, that makes it possible to believe that she's capable of taking advantage of fans and using them for her own purposes. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what went on, but it seems to me that it's certainly believable that she could have done the things that she's accused of doing. And in the song itself, she says, first off, that her team advised her not to say what she wants to say, but they never told her that she couldn't sing it. Which is... So clever. So... So so clever. That's smart. You're right. (laughs) She's obviously not very smart. Um, (laughs) They didn't tell you you couldn't mime it? They didn't tell you you couldn't... You couldn't write it down? (laughs) They didn't tell you you couldn't spray paint it in graffiti on the freeway? You, You couldn't tell it to the police you could train um, a parrot to say it right <laughs> lots of stuff they didn't tell you 
so she lashed back at the accusation with lyrics like, Thought you wanted me to take accountability, but that's not the point of your mob mentality, is it? No, your goal is to ruin the life of the person you despise while you dramatize your lies and monetize their demise. You guys having fun? All aboard the toxic gossip train chugging down the tracks of misinformation. It's just hilarious. I mean, um, I'm going to say... Although I disagree with her use of the song to defend herself, right? Mm -hmm. um, good use of language and rhymes. Like, <laughs> there's some talent there. Good job, Colleen. That sounds like I'm mocking her and I am not. Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> About halfway through her Toxic Gossip Train song, uh, Ballinger said that she made some jokes in poor taste and lots of dumb mistakes, but that she did not intend to manipulate fans. She denied allegations that she was manipulative or a groomer or predator. She said that her issue had stemmed from trying to be besties with everybody and compared herself to a weird aunt. She did admit to oversharing indirect messages with fans, but she also said that she had changed her behavior and was taking accountability. Um, but she... Um, sort of interspersed that kind of talk with things like bring out the daggers made from your perfect past and stab me repeatedly in my bony little back. So obviously she's feeling pretty sorry for herself. Um, yeah. And the video, unfortunately, is subtitled Not an Apology. So um, is it an apology? It, no. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to rate it a zero. Um, it doesn't do anything that we look at look for um, in our apologies. It doesn't express regret, take responsibility, declare repentance, offer any sort of repair, or ask for forgiveness. So I'm giving it a zero. Uh, what are your thoughts on the apology, Theo? Um, I gave the apology a one. I did sit through it. Um, yeah, I did I, It too. could tell that it was very much an actress performing for the camera. Uh -huh. Fine. She wasn't in character as Miranda Sings. Um but she was definitely performing. Um, yeah. Why I gave it a one. I did get, was it remorse? It was definitely like, I feel sorry for myself. This is about yeah. me and my feelings. But mm -hmm. she did, there's a line in there where she says, um, and I feel really shitty or, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not so much that like what I did was really shitty, which, mm -hmm. okay, that's more of an apology than I feel very shitty. But I, I did get a sense of remorse. I did get a sense that she was acknowledging um, bad decision making. Yeah. And uh, inappropriate is the word I'll use. It's obviously not a word that she would use, but, yeah. um, but just just being inappropriate with people, but not net well, and in a sexual way, but yeah, she wasn't um, grooming. So do I think that she's a pedophile? No. Do right. I think that she was highly inappropriate and very stupid? Yes. And do I think that um, she has a PR team? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't know how anybody let her say any of the things that she said. Or do the ukulele video. I mean, she's just going to be resoundingly mocked for this video if she hasn't been already. Oh, uh, so she's had, well, I don't know that she's had to or if all the venues decided to cancel. But all of her shows right. for the summer have been canceled as of um, July, which is just a couple of days ago. So, um, and she hasn't said anything further. Um, it seems as 
if she is pulling in all of her resources and mm-hmm. is sitting with this and doing a little bit of now I'm going to draw a blank on her name. I could, Chrissy Teigen. Um, oh, yeah. What Chrissy Teigen did, which was, hey, you guys, here I am, and I'm just going to say all these things and do all this stuff, and it's kind of inappropriate, but it's also sort of funny, and here I am. And then, oh, mm, I better I better be quiet for a while. Um, <laughs> and so I think that is where Colleen is at. She's in the, I'm going to be quiet for a while. So I'm giving her a one, as I mentioned, for... Um, the remorse that I felt she is feeling, mm-hmm. but is it's really more of a zero for an apology. So what is that? That's a point five. Yeah, good job. Yes, yes, and uh, Colleen, I'm here. Here I am. Free advice for you. <laughs> Don't do anything with children ever. If you yeah, find out that a kid away. likes your show, you tell them it is not for children. They'll still watch. Right. They'll still get the view. Just make it real clear. So I was having dinner last night um, with my sister and James. And they were like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow on the show? Which they rarely ask because they Mm -hmm. don't care one bit about the show. And I was like, oh, we're doing Miranda Sings. And they said, oh, what's that? And I was like, oh, well, you know, Colleen Bollinger and the whole um, inappropriate behavior with her younger fans. And they were like, no, who is that? And I was like, who's Colleen Ballinger? Who's Miranda Sings? Like, mm-hmm. she's she's really famous. She's got like 20 million followers. I mean, she's... I didn't know who she was before this either. Uh, well, I knew who she was vaguely. I didn't realize how, how big she was. And yeah. I said something like, um. Oh, and and they said they both said it at the same time. <laughs> Why don't you cover stuff that people have heard of? <laughs> and I was like, um, she's Gen Z, and so is half right. of our audience. A lot of young people have heard of her. A lot of people know who Colleen Bollinger is. Not her audience. Grandparents, you. That's right. And um, and they said. You're saying that as if you're Gen Z and you're not Gen Z. Like, <laughs> I know, but I know I know how they think and what they say. That's right. Um, yeah, so here's a little bit about just how um big Colleen Ballinger is. I didn't oh, let's hear it. I didn't realize any of this. Um so okay, well, we'll start from the beginning. She was born in 1986 in Santa Barbara. Uh, normal middle-class life, two brothers, one younger sister. Her dad was a sales manager and her mom was a homemaker. Uh, from two thousand from 2007 to 2009, she performed at Disneyland, my alma mater. Um, <laughs> and she gave private voice uh, uh, lessons and coaching and, sorry, uh, private voice movement coaching, which I've never heard of before, and piano <laughs> lessons to children. Um, and she performed at parties and cabaret spaces. In 2009, she landed a role in High School Musical at Candlelight Pavilion Dinner Theater in Claremont, California. Uh-huh. So she 
she's got some acting talent. She is out there and she is doing it. And she's doing it in the local scene, right? Dinner theater, Disneyland, awesome. You have to be talented to work at Disney. And I say that as somebody who worked at Disney. Uh, <laughs> in 2012, uh, she appeared in a web series called Dr. Fabulous. Don't know it. Um, I'm not that Gen Z. Uh, let's see here. And so she she did some things on some YouTube shows that uh, Wikipedia presents to me as if I've heard of them before. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. they're kind of big. Um, she played Meg on volume 12 of Family Guy in the live action version of the show's introduction. Oh. Okay. But okay. I mean, that's bigger. That's bigger than like, yeah. I'm on YouTube and I'm doing YouTube things. No, mm-hmm. Hey, YouTube, I'm not knocking you. Um but I'm just saying, there's a there's a world outside of YouTube. And when you get into that world, you are getting bigger. Um, in 2013, she was featured on MTV's True Life episode, I'm Famous Online. And in 2014, mm-hmm. she appeared in the episode Wedding Plans on the web series My Music. Okay, again, who cares? Um, but then she was a guest co-host of The View in 2015, which oh, is a TV show that we've heard of. Um she appeared in a series of 2016 DiGiorno pizza commercials. Hmm. She's getting some commercial work from actually a big brand. In 2018, uh, she appeared as a disco dancer in season three. Okay, I keep reading all these web series stuff about web series I've never heard of before. Yeah. Um, she had a cameo role in the animated film Ralph Breaks the Internet. That's a film I've heard of. Um, and she appeared in an air. God, okay. An aura, Ariana Grande music video. Thank you, next. Um, <laughs> and then she made a Broadway debut in a musical called Waitress, where she played um, Dawn. And she was there for one month in 2019, August to September. And uh, the first week that she played, the box office um, increased by nearly $400,000. So, okay, coincidence or people there to see her, maybe both. Um, and then in um, on Halloween of 2020, Ballinger played Janet in a live stream reading of the Rocky Horror Picture Show starring original cast member Tim Curry. So by 2020, very famous, yeah. she's acting with Tim Curry in a dramatic uh, live reading, live stream reading of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, she has more than 2,000 videos on her YouTube channels. The channel is highly recommended by Entertainment Monthly. Um, her channels receive more than 1.9 billion views and accumulated wow. more than 8 million subscribers. Her Miranda Sings channel, she's a whole little family of channels, has surpassed 2.3 billion views and has wow. 10 million subscribers. And a third channel, Colleen Vlogs, which is video blogging, um, with more than 3 million subscribers and uh, says 0.9 billion views. <laughs> That's, That's 0.9 billion views. Is that like 900 million? 900 million. Why don't That's they just... a lot. Yeah, I'm angry at them for saying 0.9 billion. Math is hard enough. <laughs> What's this 0.9 billion? Um, let's see. Okay, and so lots of things there. Colleen Vlog's channel talks about her experiences at home and on tour as... Colleen, um, to, pro- 
to promote her videos and shows, Bollinger is active on social media and with TikTok followers of more than 13 million for Miranda and 8 million for herself as Colleen. Instagram follows, uh, sorry, Instagram followers more than 6 million for Miranda and 8 million for Bollinger. Um, and then she has more than 2 million Twitter followers uh, as call, sorry, as Miranda and 1.6 million for Bollinger. And the point they're trying to make here is that Miranda sings the character, this Pee Wee Herman type character made her famous and has a lot mm-hmm. of followers, but Colleen herself now right. is so growing out of the Miranda sing character and is, has got some followers more than some like, in yeah. 2016, Forbes magazine ranked Bollinger as the ninth highest earning YouTuber. Mm. Uh, let's see. Bollinger based her character of Miranda Sings partly on young women that she knew in college. She told the Times of London, there were a lot of cocky girls who thought they were really talented and they were so rude and snotty. Then I mm. saw all these girls trying to make a career out of putting videos on YouTube of themselves singing in their bedrooms clueless to the fact that they were terrible um, yeah which is kind of funny it's true and like i can say that and you yeah. can say that but you know you can't say that to the times of london when you have like, whatever um uh, at first the miranda videos were meant to be an inside joke among bollinger's friends and then in march of 2009 a miranda video called free voice lesson quickly became a sensation. And that's probably the one that I saw. That's the one, the one that saw. went viral yeah. when things going viral were new um, <laughs> or the concept of going viral was new. Um, the video consists of bad advice about singing technique. Miranda's videos drew predictably sharp criticism on YouTube. And as they became, and the criticism that they drew was not how dare you mock people. It was you're terrible. <laughs> you look so ugly. Why uh-huh. don't you know how to put on makeup? You think you're so famous and good. You're nothing, right? So funny. That people were being bitchy and mean to her, right? And right. as her character, Miranda Sings, Miranda Sings who, yeah. you know, the videos put out there, not as like, look at me, I'm an actress and I'm a singer, but I've got this character. And no, it's put out there as like, I'm the girl in the bedroom and I have right. posters of me that I drew <laughs> on my walls. right me starring in the films i wish i had started i am famous and here i am right and people wrote real shitty comments um to her and she says i took what people hated and exaggerated it more in the next video which is the best (laughs) fuck you of all time that's great um and the online critics were so harsh that miranda became a hero of the anti-bullying movement which, uh, mind-blowing, that's exactly yeah. who you want to be in today's day and age. Yeah. Um, so she built a colossal platform, nearly 20 million followers across multiple YouTube channels. And she built that um, at the same time interacting with her young audience directly. And that's the danger of social media and becoming famous online. Mm-hmm. It's that you have direct access to people and fans and can say things in this permanent space that will be there forever. And you know yourself as a whole person, your fans know you as the construct you're presenting and right. yeah. And don't, um, 
don't interact. We're very good about not interacting with our fans. <laughs> we never will. Pat ourselves on the back for <laughs> so not high five with our non-existent fans. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, I'll say like I had no idea that she was quite that big. Um, she had her Netflix series, which was watchable. Oh, okay. I saw a couple episodes. It was okay. all right. It just, you know, it's like it, when you have a one trick pony that performs the same trick yeah. all the time. Right. That's even enough. if you put a different hat on the pony, it's like, yeah, the first 10 <laughs> times, look, it's a silver hat. It's pony. It's so cute. And then, you know, who cares about the turquoise hat by that stage? <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, yeah point five for, for the apology for Miss Colleen Ballinger. Um, and do you have a who's sorry now or an apology expected this week, Mr. Leo? <gasps> I do. I Let's do. It. And it's... Um, it's Donald Trump. And oh my God! I expect he is going to be offering an apology to um, the judge in his uh, federal oh, yes. trial, who yeah. told him, "Don't you dare try and manipulate or threaten anybody." <laughs> and then the next day, he tweets something like, "If anyone that messes with me is gonna find out," right? He did. He whatever sure did. It was he said, "If yeah. you take me on, I'm taking you on." It's like. Um, I'm still waiting for something bad to happen to somebody who goes against you, dude. Yeah. I'm waiting for something bad to happen to him. Please. Any day. Uh, any day. Any day. So, but yeah, yeah that's see. that's that. So from I expect an apology from Donald Trump, not to the world, but just to the judge. Okay. Do you think he'll really apologize? And if so, do you think he'll do it like behind closed doors where nobody can, nobody can, it cannot be proved that he actually oh, apologized yeah. to the judge? Yeah. So, this, uh, yeah. Okay. It, it'll yeah. only be that. And will it be a, I'm sorry? No, I don't think it'll be <laughs> that. But could it be, will it fall you in the apology camp? what I said. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it'll even be that. I, I think it'll be, um, I allowed my. Uh, emotions to get the better mm-hmm. of me. I mean, he did put something out, and the thing he put out was the chicken bullshit move of, that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about uh, all these other things that are happening. Like, uh-huh. No, you weren't, you fuck. Idiot. Yeah, so anyway, enough yeah. about him. What have you got? Who's sorry now or apology expected? So I have an apology expected, and it's from Southwest Airlines. Um, according to the Daily Beast, a white mother accused Southwest Airlines of racial profiling after a flight attendant called the police on her over suspicions that she was trafficking her black daughter. Oh, so th- no. For real. This happened last week. Um, I'm not going to go into what happened because we can all imagine what fucking happened. Um, but then no, what happened? Landed- was, it, was she you, you was the stewardess going down the aisle giving out Coke cans and saw a white woman with a black baby Basically, and was yeah. like, this was is human flight. trafficking. She was on a flight to Denver because her brother had died and they were going to, she and her 10 year old daughter were going to their brother's, her brother's funeral and a Southwest employee noticed her and called the police. And when they landed, the police were waiting for them. I am shocked. The daughter was 10. I could see she if it 10. was like an infant. Right. right. Where, well, and let me even, even rephrase really that. Right. Because it's not that I could, <laughs> I could see it. But, you know, if you're that concerned as you you just give the kid, I don't know, extra bag of pretzels or something. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Would your mommy allow that? 
Right. Wink, wink. Is that your mom? I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just nuts. It's just nuts. I mean, A, is, is human trafficking really that common? Are you going to really see it on a Southwest flight? Uh, have you never seen, and B, have you never seen a, a mixed race family before? What the hell is going on here? Um, uh, so the police eventually let the mother and daughter go, uh, but they're still suing uh, Southwest because they inflicted extreme emotional distress on them and singled them out for no reason other than the different color of her daughter's skin. Um, so she's still uh, she's still impacted by it when she goes out in public. She's afraid that people are going to call the police on her for having a black daughter. And her of course. suit seeks economic and compensatory damages in addition to punitive and exemplary damages. And Southwest has said it would conduct an internal review, which means we're probably never going to hear about this again. But... Southwest, you should apologize. At the very least, you should apologize. I mean, I'm sure that stewardess the week earlier sat through a corporate video. Hey, everybody, you've got to watch these videos. Oh, uh, maybe. There's been some human trafficking happening online. Or online? No. There's been some human trafficking <laughs> happening IRL. That means in real life. Um And maybe one of the things was like, I don't know. I'd love to see that video because... How yeah. do you spot human trafficking? I mean, the whole thing is confusing to me. I mean, are, are flight attendants responsible for spotting human trafficking? I, I, how, how would you how would you identify human trafficking versus a very normal family? Um, you'd think it would be something a little bit more like the kid would be upset or or uh, there'd be some sort of coercion, obvious, uh, you know, in the situation. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know anything about it, so I'm not going to speculate. But I do think that this is really unfortunate. Oh, let's not stop when there's a chance to speculate. We have to. The shortest's name was uh, Jennifer Aniston. So that's it for me today. How about you? Anything else? Uh, no, but speaking of Jennifer Aniston, apparently Jamie Foxx apologized for um, a statement that he made about how Jesus was betrayed what? by people, hashtag fake friends, and... That's been viewed as anti-Semitic, and oh dear. Uh, then he issued an apology, saying like, "Hey, I didn't mean it in an anti-Semitic way. I oh. didn't mean that. You know, the Jews killed Jesus. I just meant to say that, like, <laughs> the Jews killed Jesus. Um, oh my God, so, something around that. And at the time that he released that post, Jennifer Aniston had liked it." And oh, now she's released a thing that's like, I'm not anti-Semitic, everybody, and I, I don't support hate. I saw something about that, and I wondered what the hell was going on. That's what the hell is going on. But then oh. I tripped over a big thing. Um, oh, yeah? Yes. And so, <laughs> take this so far away from Colleen Bollinger and okay. anything to do with anything. So The Gossip Corner. I'm going to call it on Twitter, so on, which has changed its name to X, but stupid. Yeah. So on Twitter, um, this guy had put out a, a tweet, and he seems very educated and very versed in black cultures, and he may have been mm -hmm. African-American himself. I have no idea exactly. I just remember uh, reading the tweet and looking at the thread. And so basically what he said was, how dare... Anybody accused Jamie Foxx of being anti-Semitic because he said something about the Jews killing Jesus or, or whatever. <laughs> um, and while it's true that uh -huh. that statement, Jews killed Jesus, 
is used by white supremacists to justify their white supremacy and anti-Semitism. Um, that's not the case when black people say that. Oh, when no. you say something along the lines of you have to understand how that invokes uh, fears of the Holocaust, he said, that centering whiteness. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Fine. And then lots of pe- And of course... Lots of people started like replying to this guy, like, um, the Holocaust is not about centering whiteness. Yeah. And he was like, name a black person that was involved oh in that. Oh, my God. And it's like, oh, honey, no, 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 no. You can't. And, I mean, like, name an Asian person that was involved. I mean, it's not that they can't be anti. Oh, well, uh, June Farrow. It was an Asian person that was in the Holocaust? Hitler's uh, secret girlfriend. She's the whole reason it even ever started. Hitler had a secret girlfriend who was Asian? Oh, why do you listen to me ever? <laughs> like, how come I never heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> I have such faith in you. <laughs> of course I'm going to believe you. <laughs> well, I mean, it is true. If if there is some stupid, random, completely useless piece of information, <laughs> know. I'll know it. I'll proudly display it. Um, yeah, no, Hitler, for the record, everybody, Hitler did not have a secret Asian girlfriend <laughs> who was responsible for starting the Holocaust. It was not. That is not what happened. Um, yeah. And years from now, this moment will be what I oh, have to apologize. Honest. Yeah, exactly. That's oh, right. it'll be me. You'll be fine. Like, <laughs> she didn't know. She was too smart to know. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, thanks for listening to our fact-filled podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Every word of it is true. A hundred percent. And we will be back next week, as far as I know. So stay cool, cool, stay cool, cucumbers, and don't trip potato chips. And I don't know. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye, everyone. Listening to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at apologiesaccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted and on Instagram at Apologies.accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted. And fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>